You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So John, there's been some calls recently of concern about what are called crypto mining ASICs. Now, these are application-specific integrated circuits and they're chips specially designed to perform the kinds of computations needed to mine a chosen currency more efficiently than general-purpose hardware can. So rather than just getting your home computer or your office computer... Turning it into a miner, you have a a dedicated chip that's custom designed. And so a little bit of background, so it makes a bit more sense later on, is that years ago when Bitcoin was first written about in the the papers, it was talking about solving problems and it was talking about using computer power in order to solve these equations to get the Bitcoin itself. Right. Early days, what required was um, very little computing power and you could get, you know, a large effect. You get many Bitcoins from little computer power on your laptop, for example. I think Raspberry Pis were even used at one stage. But then as the difficulties increased, so did the need for more power and performance. And it moved from being a sort of a standard uh, desktop, for example, that you would use, you would need to use graphics card. And then graphics cards became more important to use. The better performing graphics card then had better solving problems and, and it was quicker to find. As the complexity and the difficulty continued to grow, so did the need for specialization. And that's where we get to this point of these ASIC miners, their specialist hardware designed for mining cryptocurrency. Right. Well, apparently the Chinese dominate this. There's a company called Bitmain in China that has really muscled in on this area. This company is estimated to control more than 70% of the market for Bitcoin mining hardware. It also uses its hardware to mine Bitcoins for itself. And according to blockchain.info, Bitmain affiliated mining pools make up more than 40% of the computing power available for mining Bitcoin. So the concern is the domination Mm. that, that one company has over the mining process. And they can apply these application specific integrated circuit chips to any kind of digital currency. So not just Bitcoin, there's other ones as well. And a developer by the name of David Vorick, the founder of the three-year-old blockchain file storage service SIA, S-I-A, they're going head-to-head with Bitmain. They have concerns about the domination of Bitmain in this area and mining Bitcoins. The suggestion is that if these these sort of companies gain enough of a majority of the network's mining capacity, it would give them enough power to disrupt or maliciously attack the networks if they wanted to. Now, there's no one suggesting that Bitmain is doing this, but it gives it gives them a lot of power yes. in this area. Potentially influence the price as well if they want to you know, to drop the price uh, or increase increase the price. There could be ways that they could use essentially all of these ASIC miners together as a sort of a slave system mm. and then perform as they would like. And one of the responses that the developers of of things like SIA and Ether and Zcash and Monero and other cryptocurrencies that are out there is that they're actually modifying the code to make it harder for these chips to be built. So they're actually you know, introducing things like software updates to actually increase ASIC resistance, mm. which is trying to thwart the ability of custom-made chips to be able to effectively and efficiently mine those cryptocurrencies, which is bizarre. Mm. It's like the developers of cryptocurrencies are actually actively working against 
the miners yeah, right. because they see it as such a consolidated area yeah. and the potential for market manipulation, which you mentioned before, that they feel they need to do that. And look, that's a smart thing to do. You certainly don't want to have, uh, you know, let's say a, a above 90% market share of the hardware used to actually make these coins because the, the problem is what if there's a glitch in the system? What if there's a malicious code that's injected, uh, whether it be from a foreign government or whether it be through uh, other, other forms of online uh, attacks? And all of a sudden, then the, the way that Bitcoin is not only mined but also stored to, for the, the transactions and verified. If this, that system collapses, the, the there is no Bitcoin anymore. There is no cryptocurrency anymore. So mm-hmm. that's why it is not only is it a good idea to have uh, a diversification of cryptocurrencies, but a diversification of the hardware that's used to, to mine and to, to manage the, the Bitcoins as well. Now, David Vorick has gone on to say that people will probably need to accept the fact that, that uh, there'll be heavy minor centralization going forward for a while. Mm-hmm. The dominance of Bitmain is, is not going to change. Mm-hmm. He's asking the question, what can we do with our protocols and our designs of cryptocurrencies and our communities to make sure this isn't a catastrophic thing? And this is something that he talks about in great detail in a blog post that you can actually have a look at yourself. It's called The State of Cryptocurrency Mining. We'll include a link on our website, beyondinfinity.com.au, but it's blog dot sia.tech forward slash the state of cryptocurrency mining that uh, very detailed post by david vorick he's the founder of the blockchain-based file storage service sia yeah interesting development there as far as bitcoining mining is concerned thanks for listening and head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media we welcome your feedback and suggestions for future shows